Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I'm your host, Special. And on this show, I like to do one of two things. Either I'm delivering you brand new music that's dropped or I'm sitting down with an artist to break down their latest project. And that's what we're doing today. Dizzy writes, nobody cares, work harder, just turned one years old. And you know, I had to talk all about it with him from the cover art to the title and just every single track plus the features the producers and some very interesting things that inspire different songs also there's going to be little mini episodes coming out with dizzy right throughout the year so you want to hit that subscribe button but until then let's get into it yo peace world it's the Guala Dizzy Wright. Yes, sir. Back here again. We did an episode of my game show, shit, maybe three, four years ago. So I'm happy to be sitting down with you again. I'm happy to be back. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm good. Fourth tour of the year? Yes. Jesus. Four tours this year. How does it feel? Feels good. I feel like I've been making my rounds. We got to talk about Nobody Cares, Work Harder. We got to start with the cover art. What is the story behind the cover art? Well, the cover is I went to the NBA All-Star Weekend 2003, I believe so. My mom took me and my little brothers. It was a picture from All-Star Weekend. And like when we were at All-Star Weekend, me and my brother were youth reporters. It's just the level that I feel like I was at before music that I tapped into. But I'm just like, nobody really cares about that. Like, just keep working hard. And I just thought that that picture symbolized what I was actually trying to get across. Yeah. That's super cool, too, because you always talk about basketball and how that was a big part of your life growing right. up. And especially like you wanting to play basketball if you weren't rapping and stuff like that. But to be a child reporter at the NBA yeah. All-Star Game, that's so dope. Yeah. My mom definitely tried to give us different little um, opportunities that were, were kind of cool. I appreciate them a lot more now that I'm older and I can look back and be like, damn, that was kind of cool. Do you remember at the time feeling like nobody cares work harder or looking back on it? It was like, oh, nobody cares work harder. Well, it was both. It was like feeling that way and then just applying it to life. I think I just started, I guess, listening to some of my friends and listening to just different stories from fans on the road and stuff like that. Nobody cares work harder just kept popping in my head. I'm just like, so I just found myself trying to find different ways to say that to people without just being like nobody cares work harder you know what i mean even though that's what it boils down to but you can find player ways to say it as well and that's what you did did you record this whole thing at home this whole album i say about 80 percent and another 20 percent at my homeboy studio my homeboy reezy studio and that vibe was mostly like you weren't going out of your way to work with people even not trying to do like some over the top stuff is that what you would call the vibe of this one yeah i mean that's really the vibe of all my projects but it was a little different for me this time just because I just started recording myself. I was recording myself, but I still had to take it to my boy to really help me tune it all the way up. So I don't want people to think I just did it all the way. You know, I still had to have help, you know, unfortunately, but I was learning and I was really enjoying being able to like, soon as I had an idea to be able to put that down and then finish it if I wanted to or get back to it in the morning. And it was a cool vibe. So I'm glad I like invested in the studio. That's such a cool experience. Like yeah. you said, being able to just put it down right at that moment. Yes. Absolutely. 
We're gonna hop into the tracks. First track, Self Love is Powerful with Mozzie. Self Love is Powerful, Heard is the Only Way. Self Love is Powerful, Heard is the Only Way. Drowning in my thoughts, what if I lost it all today? Nah, never slowing down, cause dudes gotta be paid. Self Love is Powerful, Heard is the Only Way. Self Love is Powerful, Heard is the Only Way. That's the motivation I need to keep making plays. Practicing Islam, just hoping it make us better. Trapped inside these trenches, it's hopeless for us forever. Yeah. Was on my How and when did you know that that was going to be the first song on this album? Instantly. <laughs> you know, I like to kick my, my projects off with a message. And just the shit that Mozzie was saying, you know, to be able to get, you know, Mozzie, who is heavily affiliated, you know, to remind people that like, yo, self-love is powerful no matter where you at or what you own or what you do. Like, and he was able to flip that in a gangster way. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm and i like, this is what I want people to hear first. I absolutely knew that would be the first one. No, that's what I was gonna say too. This beat and you just really brought out my favorite side of him. You get it now and then, you know, yeah. on his albums, but like he just went fully in and that verse is just gorgeous. How did you link with him? How did I link with Mozzie? I'm like, if um, you can remember. Well, the first time I met Mozzie, it's funny. I went to like my local smoke shop in Vegas and the owner was like, yo, I just had a rapper here, Mozzie. And I was like, what? I was thinking to myself, like I had reached out to Mozzie on over social media and told him that I fuck with him and like I would love to get a record in with him, you know, and link with him one day. But, you know, we didn't like solidify nothing. I was just really showing him love. And he reached back out and showed love and like that's how we made the initial connection. But it was the dude at the smoke shop like Mozzie just came in here taking pictures. <laughs> And I'm like, what? So I hit Mozzie like, yo, you stay in Vegas. The smoke shop dude by my crib say you be coming in here. He like, yeah, I'm here right now. And then, you know, that was the first time that I actually got to meet him. I got to pull up to him, pull up to his crib. We got to really just sit down and chop it up. And we spent hours just talking about different shit. And like, yeah, from there, it was on. You know, I played him the record and he knocked the record out instantly on some player shit. So it was cool. The smoke shop man is an A and R. Who knew? Yeah, I'm like, oh, he I got a smoke shop man. Like, I play it so low key. You know, he don't know that I'm dizzy, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm to him. I'm just somebody that come in there and get packs of backwoods. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was just like, oh word, Mozzie, that's dope. Hit up Mozzie, like. <laughs> I love that story. That's so good. Then we get to problems and blessings. You move away. You do your thing. Just stay connected. Work hard and leave a good example when you exit. Handle your problems like you handle all your blessings. Handle your problems like you handle all your blessings. I'm on my journey, but I don't know where I'm headed. Been through some shit that'll bring me down, but I won't let it. Handle your problems like you handle all your blessings. Handle your problems like you handle all your blessings. We were scraping. This album has so many mantras that just feel like they're coming straight from your soul. When did this one click about Problems and Blessings? Problems and Blessings was first. That was the first song for this yeah, album? Yeah, like I released Problems and Blessings early, actually. I just let it fly. Just handle your problems like you handle all your blessings. I just love that. It's balance, you know? It's like another kind of way of saying like, have balance in everything that you do, like with your highs and your lows. Never get too low, never get too high. Like have a balance and I always just thought that's cool energy to put in the world. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, like word. 
No, and watch what happens when you treat the problems the same way you treat your blessings. Absolutely. Watch what happens. It's going to be crazy. Then we get to Grateful, Euros and Tech 9. Can't be like, if it is, I'm grateful. Never be ungrateful, never hateful. I've been in it for a minute back in the day, bro. The industry I've been watching it like Seiko. Then I sprayed flow to get the queso. Without MSC, without Jayco. I left him in order to make the cake grow. When I should have run up and hit him with the Draco. But I made no silly mistakes, though. I built to be everybody's favorite. Underground to the rappers on the A-list. Even the metalheads that come with the Were you guys all in the studio together? No. Okay. Me and Euros was in the studio together. Me and Euros created that record together. And, um... Euro's music is not like Tech Nine's music, you know? But I love to be able to put artists together that are like just solid artists, but they might not technically cross paths. I just thought that would be so cool if we could get Tech on there because I always know that Tech glides on everything. So I knew that he would glide on that motherfucker and I just thought it would be cool to have an artist like Euro's and Tech Nine on one record. If I, it's still some time, but if in the beginning I could have shot a video and brought those worlds together and really showed that, it would impress people. Like, you know, people would have digged in a little deeper, especially with that record. It's crazy because you say their worlds are a little different, but that record is so good. Tech Nine, he does have a sound, but he's also so fucking versatile. So uh, it's like, that record is just so good. He's so versatile. And I was touring with Tech Nine. That's when I had like planted the bug in his ear, like, look, man, I got this record. I want to play this shit for you. What's up? You know, and I played it for him. The next day, you know, we say what's up to each other every day. I was seeing him every day. I was just like, how you feeling? He was just like, grateful, you know? And I was like, oh, you like that motherfucker? I was like, yeah, I was so excited. He was like, I love that shit. I'm gonna glide on that motherfucker, you know? And he did that tech shit. And then the record came together. He sure did. Goodness. Now track four, Champagne Service. Speaking of gliding. I got the joints in the backwoods burning. Got them burning. Still moving like the wheel still turning. Still turning. I got the joints in the backwoods burning. Got them burning. Still moving like the wheel still turning. Still turning. When I come, I need champagne service. When I come, I need champagne service. When I come, I need champagne service. I feel like this was so much fun. What was it like in the studio? Was yeah. it just you guys? Was it a group of people? Like, I, I need that vision. I was in the studio with Reezy and I was telling him like, man, I want like some sugar-free shit, but I want to make it my own shit. Like, I don't want to be like sugar-free. The first verse that I had wrote to Champagne Service was just like sugar-free. Like, I was, real shit. <laughs> I was talking shit. Yes. Like, and then I was just like, I don't want people to just hear this and automatically pinpoint a different artist. So, you know, I gave it a little different flavor, but um, it was fun. It's always fun being in the studio with an artist like Reezy, who's also a producer, because he has the ear as an artist. So as a producer, he knows how to give you what you want. You know what I mean? So like I might come in and I might have a vibe one day and then the next day I'm like, I want a little something different, you know, and then he's able to flip it. We had fun making that record. And I also feel like that record doesn't sound like a lot of songs coming out. 
Cause I know shit. The major labels ain't gonna put a lot of money behind, you know, no sugar free shit right now in 2019. But I'm glad that I got the platform to be able to put it out and dish it out. So yeah, that's a fun record. But the best thing about sugar free is the people who know know, and they fucking love it. So yes. like for me to even hear that that's what inspired that record makes me so happy. Cause I love sugar free. But you really made it your own. Like right. I would have never known that he inspired that because you were you on it right. with that energy though so that's incredible then we get to track five keep 100 taking over the game remember the name remember the name learning from niggas that did it before me you know that i keep it a honey we ain't the same i stayed in my lane learning from niggas that did it before me you know that i keep it a honey 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 quit playing yourself you dealing with lames Taking over the game, remember the name. Remember the name. Remember the name. History helps. No, it doesn't. Oh. What you trying to tell me? Cause I know you bugging. It almost feels like you were writing a letter to somebody. Who would you say you were writing that to? Like a group of people, a person. What was it like writing that one? Keep it a hundred, I think, is like I remember the fans that would come out and they would just make it seem like I was just changing. And I'm just like, yo. You know I keep it a hundred. Like, you have lost your fucking mind. It wasn't a letter to anybody, but it was more of a letter to that energy that was being tossed my way, right? Because I can't pinpoint anybody because I don't ever look at it like that. But that energy that was being thrown my way, I'm just like, come on, man. Y'all know I keep it a hundred, man. You out here losing it. If I switch it up a little bit, it's just because I don't want to give y'all too much of the same shit. And I have to still show y'all that I can keep up with the times, but that don't mean I'm going to completely change, right? If I drop a record that's a fun record, people act like I change. I'm just like, y'all don't even know that I'm sitting on 20 real-ass records. I just can't give y'all real-ass records, real-ass records all the time because then it's expected. I'm an artist that's expected to do a certain thing, and I'm not going to fall into that. Keep It 100 was like my energy being thrown back to like, the energy that was being thrown at me. And then I also went and I got Jaren because I wanted them to know that, you know, it's still love there, period. I feel like that part is is super self-explanatory. Like if they didn't if they didn't get that, like come on. Right. But I think the most important part of what you're saying about that is you're an artist. Like if they expect you to do the same thing every time, you're not an artist. Like an artist wants to try different things and do different things, give Absolutely. people different things, explore things. And I think that's part of you as an artist is being like, yeah, I'm the same person through and through, but I can do other sounds and I can do other things. And I'm that versatile and talented to be able to give you a little bit of everything. So what well, the thing is, is people don't want you to do anything different until they're tired of what you're doing. And how do you know? Like what? And you can't wait on people to be tired of something and take that chance. So you have to innovate and put them on shit and like shift the energy. That's why an artist can be an artist, you know? Like you don't wait on fans' approval. You let them grow with you. But some people move too fast, some people move too slow. So it's just like, it's balance. Balance, balance. I love how you explain that. Then track six. Life ain't always easy. There's no comfort with growth. Learn your subconscious, just stay conscious. There's a good and bad road. You need to slow down, baby. Don't let it manipulate your smile. You need to slow down, baby. You need to slow down, down, down. Slow Down featuring Chalet. Introduce us for the people who don't know. My homegirl, Chalet, is an angel. 
I've known her since high school. She's just been singing her life away ever since high school. And I, I feel obligated to like put her on all my albums. Like I'd be loving to just bring her out just because in high school, you know, we would always get her to sing Beyonce Speechless because she was the only person that could hit the notes. <laughs> like, you know, and I just got a lot of love for her. You know what's funny about that record is I created that record after I watched the R. Kelly documentary because my emotions were all over the place about this shit, right? And this is the first time I'm actually talking about this. But my emotions were kind of like all over the place about that shit. I was disappointed at all kind of everybody, R. Kelly. You know, I was just like looking at the documentary and I was like, man, fuck R. Kelly, fuck these girls. Fuck they parents. I was really on some fuck everybody. I just thought everybody was fucking wrong, you know? I looked at it like, because I'm a parent, you just gotta slow down, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like even with the girls, R. Kelly's a creep. We all know he a creep, but I felt like them girls needed to slow down. I didn't want to blame anybody, because to be honest, my honest opinion it was that everybody was in the fucking wrong, right? Like, I didn't give a fuck about anybody's emotions attached to it after, because I felt like everybody played a part. But I didn't want to make like a negative song and be like, ah, fuck everybody right because i like to turn my emotions into like positive thinking you know i always try to find the best way to move on from a situation that maybe irritated the fuck out of me that's crazy like you really channeled that into something that we never even would have thought would come from that right and that's Man. another thing i didn't want it to be too like about the documentary because to be honest even right now, it's not even my place to be talking on this shit. Like, that's why I don't talk about it. But because I'm I'm giving you the background on what sparked that record, you know, that documentary did it. Wow, man, that's nuts. But that just shows the emotions and what you can do with the emotions. You never know where they're going to come from. But right. when you feel them, you can really channel them Absolutely. into something. Mm. Absolutely. Track seven, Picture Perfect with Eric Bellinger. I love him. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Promise to stay down Say that you love me, girl, keep it a hundred And I keep it moving I'm not the type to be all in your face Girl, I like my space, yeah You dropped that on Valentine's Day What was the motivation? Was it like, oh, we're gonna do something for Valentine's Day? It just kind of came together What was that like? The producer of that record Had Eric Bellinger's hook on it already and I love the record so much. I didn't even know Eric Bellinger. I just reached out to him like, yo, they say that they're looking for somebody to fuck with this record, but I can't fuck with this record unless I know who the actual artist is. Also, I want to keep this record. Like, I'm going to glide on this record and like keep this record for myself. You know, and I reached out to Eric Bellinger and he was super cool. He was super motherfucking cool. And I did the record and he loved the record. I knew that it was just different than anything that I had dropped, you know? And I love to be able to do that, add a little something extra to my catalog. And I felt like he had did that. We met up in California and we made the video happen. I love it. Then we get to check me out. We don't do it for the cloud. All that fake shit out. I said, check me out. They check me out. Took that play around. Tick top drip, no drought. I said, check me out. Bitch, check me out. Tip top drip, no drought. Took that play around. 
I said, check me out. Bitch, check me out. We don't do it for the clout. All that fake shit out. I said, check me out. I feel like it's just a recap of what you've done. What was it like writing that one? Was it a fast process, a slow process? It was fast. Those records are fast for me. I think I was just making my stamp and letting the fans know that like, we don't do nothing for clout. We probably actually not even gonna use the word clout after this year. <laughs> like that shit is over for us. But I just wanted to throw that energy out in 2019 because a lot of people are doing it for the clout. Even people that's, you know, a lot of people doing it for the clout. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then track nine, Melanated Kings with Nowadays. Never not working, but you never on the scene. Peace to the queens, rocking with the Melanated Kings. And she told me, get to the money, black man. Get to the money, black man. Never not working, never, never not. Never not. Get to the money, black man. That beat, what was it like when you got that one? Goodness. Ah, oh, this record was so fun. My friend Freeze, Freeze on the beat. He was like on his reggae tone little wave. Like he was really like, damn, I wish I could quote the artist that he was listening to because he was fire. But he was listening to this little artist and putting me on game and telling me that like, yo, I need some shit like this. He like, yo, you need to flip on some shit like this. I'm like, man, that shit not really. He like, I'm gonna make some shit. And I was like, all right. And he came to my house all excited and played that shit. That hook actually came to me instantly. Fuck everything else, fuck everything else. Baby, fuck everything else. It's about us. It's about us, baby girl, it's about us. Fuck everything else, fuck everything else, baby, fuck everything. And kill the tension. Just good relationship advice. You're not the type of person who's gonna sit there and be like, oh, this is good advice. But I think right. afterwards you have to be like, oh damn, that was actually good advice. Right. What was it like making that one? Uh, it was it was cool. Making a statement in my household, that's for sure. That's real. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we got to kill the tension, baby. <laughs> nah, but um, I had a fan that wanted to propose to his lady during my set, but he was drunk. She wasn't really with it, and it turned out to be a really awkward fucking moment. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, bro, don't, do not lose your lady trying to motherfucking <laughs> post her in front of all these people. It just made me think, like, sometimes you just got to kill the tension and listen to your lady. Some more energy I just wanted to throw out into the universe. Fuck everything else. Fuck everything else. <laughs> That's painful. Goodness gracious. Kill that tension. ATM at the money. Where you find me? Where you find me? Ice cubes on my neck. It's a fried. It's a fried. My bitch booty so big. It can hide. It can hide. Throw some foes on the whip. Nigga slide. Nigga slide. I'm the flyest hands down. Nigga pure. Nigga pure. I'm the flyest hands down. Nigga pure. Nigga pure. I'm the flyest hands down. Nigga pure. Then we get to period. You spoke about how Reezy produced on this album. Now we have Reezy as a feature. What was it like being like, hey, hop on? It's always a fun process because you never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But I respect Reezy's penmanship and his artistry so much that I always want him to be able to dish out, you know, that fly shit on my platform as well. So my fans could maybe tap in with the fly shit that he putting out. You know, and know that, like, it's really amazing to be able to make beats and create so many different styles of beats and then be an artist that's true to your artistry. 
and like have your lane and have your way of doing things and you know i always like to have reezy on my shit but i like to pull reezy out when it's fly time you know what i mean when it's time to get fly go out loosen up cut up a little bit call reezy man it really is fly then we get to Never Slip My Mind, featuring Futuristic. I don't want to trip about it, think about living without, so I'm on my grind. We work for this, I hit the road, I see my fans, and never slip my mind. Natural beauty waiting on me, never lonely, girl, you too damn fine. I'm like, sugar, how you get so fly? Sugar, how you get so fly? I don't want to trip about it, think about living without, so I'm on my grind. We work for this, I hit the road, I see my fans, and never slip my mind. Natural beauty waiting on me, never lonely, girl. A little bit of storytelling there. Was that harder or easier for you? It's easier for me. Something happened that inspired that record, and I, but I can't try to pinpoint it, but I can't remember. I'm not going to make anything up, but there is something that triggered that record that was kind of like something happened to me, and then I went home and I created that record. But that's the beauty of art, too, is like yeah. sometimes you don't even remember what exactly happened, but you remember the feeling, and you made it into something, and it's like, Absolutely. well, now we have this. Absolutely. So good. Sugar, you get so fly. Yes. Then lay low. Lost so still trapped in the system. Rent do I can't afford to be late. Late fees hit a nigga hard when the price go up after about three or four days. Hit me with the five day notice. They didn't notice that I'm working like a motherfucking slave. Hell no. My paychecks get a little lower and I'm maxing for more hours, but they acting like I'm maxing for a raise. I'm just trying to blaze. It's been a long day and now I'm just feeling defeated. For real. Life is a maze. Running in circles, manifesting what you believe on everything. If I can't feel it, I'm leaving. There's a back and forth there where you're like, I should lay low and I shouldn't. Then I can imagine that you think about that all the time. Mm -hmm. How do you kind of combat that? It's crazy because it's just like the back and forth comes from like the amount of energy that I'm putting into the artist side of things that when it's time to be there for my family and things like that. Sometimes they're like questionable about coming to me about the things like are really important, but they'll come to me about, you know, financial shit. I don't know. It just it put me in a place where, you know, my family kind of made me feel like because I'm I'm Dizzy Wright, the artist, that they can't come to me about shit. And it, it made me feel like, you know, shit, maybe if I lay low, you know what I'm saying? And maybe if I like like a back and forth of wanting to be active and not wanting to be so active because it taken away from me being active in my personal life with like my family. So it's kind of like a, like a weird balance. So that song is a back and forth. It's like, you know, if I lay low, then it takes away the whole point of this shit, right? Of all the hard work. But then I'm just like, sometimes that takes away from your personal life, you know, and, makes you want to lay low and makes you want to like take a step back sometimes it's just it's all a fucking head game just put into a song yeah, exactly <laughs> it's intense man then absolutely we, then we get some more and more with Zemrick. honestly i can't believe that you ain't been in one of these we should do this more i'll drop you off soon as you wanna leave keep it real don't front on me you know just where i wanna be i just gotta love myself a little more and more i said i just gotta love myself a little more and more enjoy your time while you on earth dog i just gotta love myself a little more and more it's hard to put it in the words y'all i just gotta love myself a little more and more is that just a preview for blaze with us too <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blades with us too is complete like a motherfucker. Oh wow, dope. But yeah, it is. I guess uh, a dibble and dab into the energy that me and Demrick want to put out. You know, me and Demrick, we smoke a lot of weed and shit, and we cater to the active stoners. But we want to say shit and be motivation in people's lives to not only just smoke weed, but to love themselves. Be able to look in the mirror and be happy with what you see and just know like, shit, you ain't got to be all the way perfect. You know what I'm saying? But you are you and you can uh, make the best of anything, right? Definitely. Last one. My favorite. It's so good. I made sure. We still going up on Tuesdays to Tuesdays. Got good weed and pretty queens that's eating fruit trays. Feeding me pineapples, kicking back, watching Duke play. King James mentality like, fuck what Coach Luke say. That's lukewarm, can't switch up like a Markel new form. I'm too consistent, never overthinking, I'm quick to move on. Cracking the codes, look, I know who to call when I need codes. That beat is incredible. Your verse is incredible because you. you incorporate all the albums. Yes, I did. And the features are incredible. Like, Thank damn. You. What was it like making that one? Because just so much greatness. I've been wanting to get Currency on a record for a long time. I knew that this was the record to make it happen. Like something that he could glide on and cruise to. And uh, Burner was just like a treat on top. It was really just going to be me and Currency at first. And then I just took a chance. And I was just like, man, Burner, man, I got this record with Currency, man. I'm trying to see if you're trying to glide on this motherfucker. And uh, he made it happen. But that record was just special because... I was able to do a record with a rapper that I really respect. And I was able to do another record with a, another fucking artist that I respect, Burner. And I was able to talk my shit and kind of combine all my projects into one verse, which I thought was kind of neat. I felt like that should be the record to close the whole shit out. It's so good. Do you remember who produced that one? Reezy. Oh, my Re goodness. Yeah, Reezy's all over the place on that project. He did hella shit. So good. Before we get into the anniversaries, anything else you want to say about Nobody Cares Work Harder? Out now, go listen to it. But besides that. Go get that shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Lamar Jackson, man. He telling y'all nobody cares work harder. Yep. So right there. I had to be on the right path. Go get that shit. And then, of course, we already know Blaze With Us 2 is coming. Anything yes. else you want the people to be on the lookout for? Blaze With Us 2. Yeah. Yes, Blaze With Us 2 is next. And it's incredible. We're going to do everything to make sure everybody can tap into it. Yes, yes, yes. And that's it. Thank you so, so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Man, you told all the stories. I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> and thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. That episode of Special Education with Dizzy Wright is going to be in the description as well. So you can check that out and then reach out to me. You can say hi, let me know what your favorite part is, anything of that nature. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram it's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.